It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Masterplan world. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is, as always, a pleasure to have you here listening. It occurs to me that since episode zero, I haven't actually introduced myself. So here goes. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Masterplan, author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. But more importantly than me, let me introduce you to today's special guest. William Forshaw is the founder of Maxwell Scott Bags, a luxury English brand that is an online-only retailer with a wholesale arm. Their turnover is just over a million pounds a year. That's about $2 million for our American listeners. That's with um, 500 customers per month, but that, of course, goes much, much higher at Christmas. They were founded in 2002 and reimagined in 2013 to focus on becoming the most loved British bag company in the world. Everything is focused on craftsmanship, attention to detail and a passion for creating individual style. Hi, William. I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you are right now. So how did you get started in e-commerce? Uh, hi, Chloe. Um, good speaking to you. Um, it's a long story. Um, I'll, you know, I could probably talk to you for several hours about it, but let me try <laughs> and keep it brief. Um, I initially started by um, selling directly to corporate banks and lawyer firms in London because um, I saw at the time there was sort of a, a niche gap for a sort of a luxury briefcase bag company to supply the this corporate world. And in doing this for sort of a few years, you know, j- literally just walking into the offices physically um, with, with sort of large suitcases full of bags, um, I wanted to sort of take it a step further and build relationships. So I thought about building an online sort of brochure. Um, and I, I initially just meant it for, for, for the customers that I was dealing with at the time, not for additional sales from, you know, various countries over the, around the world. And I, I was just started to get bizarre sales from, from, you know, from Singapore and the U S and, uh, Scotland. And, you know, I was based in London at the time and I was thinking, well, how are these people finding me? So that was about seven years ago and it's just organically sort of grown from there really. Excellent. So it was finding a route to market kind of accidentally. Exactly. Yeah. I I never, stupid of me, I I just assumed that no one would want to purchase, you know, luxury leather goods um, from an unknown brand online. You know, I I stupidly made that assumption incorrectly. And, you know, it's proved to me, obviously, over the last seven years that um, it's very possible. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say one of my favourite phrases at the moment and something I keep reminding myself is that assumptions are the enemy of success. Absolutely. Yeah, completely agree. So much. To be honest, I probably need a big um, cricket bat to bash myself over the head with that one on probably a daily basis, to be honest. The (laughs) the first job I ever had, I remember the first day I was in, they, they said, you know, never, ever assume anything, you know, never make assumptions. And I I wish I'd, you know, taken that on board more. (laughs) (laughs) It's so difficult, though. Um, So where is um, your business right now? Okay, so we relocated to um, York from London about three years ago. Um, We have um, a relatively good sized office here uh, with a warehouse. There's there's just shy of, of 10 of us in the office. Um, we have 
four websites at the moment. We have our UK arm. We have our UK website, uh, sorry, US website, um, a French and a German site. Um, in the next few weeks, we've got a um, Canadian and Australian, Austrian and Swiss site going live. Um, so obviously the focus for us is, is international expansion. Um, and yeah, we're, we're hoping to sort of increase our turnover by about 30 to 40% next year. Primarily from the international side? Absolutely, yeah. So I'm going to guess from that that the e-commerce side of the business is where you see the future growth rather than the wholesale side? Um, or is that to, simplification? Yeah, to be honest, the, the, there's so many routes to market for us at the moment. We've, I'll take it back a step. We, we, as you mentioned earlier, we, we sort of we recreated our brand back in 2013 because we, we just felt it was a little bit stale. I, I, you know, not coming from a, a design background, had kind of built the brand around myself, and you know, I created the logo and the look of the website because uh, I thought at the time I was okay at doing it, and I didn't have any funds to support it. So in 2013, we invested a lot of money to recreate the brand, the, the monogram, um, the idea and concept of Maxwell Scott, and from that, it, it's kind of opened so many doors to for us now. We're Next year, we're going to start um, focusing on drop shipping. Um, we, we already do quite a lot of corporate manufacturing. We're, we're, we're looking to push that. Sorry, uh, by corporate manufacturing, do you yeah. mean um, kind of branded bags for big banks? It, exactly, yeah. Lawyer firms, solicitors. Um, we, we've, you know, s- supplied some huge companies, HSBC, Bacardi, um, just to name a few. Um, so we're looking to sort of push that. Um, and sort of possibly build a sales force to start growing that side of the business. Previously, those those type of companies have just approached us out of the blue, which obviously has been fantastic. But you know, if we if we get our act together and, and sort of strategize, I feel we've you know there's a massive potential for us there as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's quite often if you're starting to see a bit of an out of the blue trend, it's like, oh, if we actually put some effort exactly, in over there, yeah. it's you know, it, it's like especially with e-commerce, you know we'll always test something, you know, hopefully not trying to invest too much money into it to see if it works. And then obviously if it's working for you, it it's, makes sense to invest more money. And, in, you know, if the ROI is what you expect, that, you know, that that's a very simplistic method of growing your business, you know. Definitely. Online. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm quite impressed by the fact, was it four websites you're launching in the next couple of weeks? Yes. Well, um, certainly certainly three in the next few weeks and then hopefully the last one before Christmas. But we'll wait and see. It depends how busy we get. Cool. And in, to enable you to do that, I presume you've picked quite a nice platform to be selling on. Y- yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we use Magento. Um, we moved to Magento about four years ago. Um, the original Magento version, I can't remember which version it was originally, um, we, we kind of did a bespoke build on a lot of plugins. Um, we, we kind of, I, I got my developers to to create all these wonderful plugins, which was very expensive and um, I wouldn't say unnecessary, but, you know, th- there are easier ways of doing it. I, I mean, that's one thing that I would recommend is is to do your research on plugins, find out which ones are um, reputable uh, and to try and use them. I mean, our strategy now is to 
to, to if we come up with a great idea, we'll we'll look for a plugin and then try and work the idea around the plugin rather than doing a bespoke build because it just takes twice as long and twice as expensive. And at the end of the day, it might only be slightly different for you know for what you're trying to do. Oh, you're um, you're a man after my own heart on that subject. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Both the part of come up with the idea first, then find yeah. the solution to make it a reality. Because so many people get excited. Oh, look at that plugin. Oh, yeah. I could use that for lots of cool. No, it's yeah. idea first, plugin second. Yeah. And then tweak your idea to fit something which already exists that someone yeah. else has already built rather than... than it saves time first. and money. Um, absolutely. You know, we, we, we'd always come up with the idea and then try and build around it. But now it's, you know, we have to think about engineering the idea and the simplest way of doing that rather than throwing everything at, at this idea that we think, you know, is a dream and it, it just takes forever. I mean, we've done things that can take nine months, you know, to develop. And by that time, we're kind of a bit bored of it. You know? <laughs> it's like that. Well, let's just move on to something else. That hasn't quite worked. So what's now you've, you've, you know, got used to Magento over the last four years and refined this, this method of using it. Yeah. What are the key plugins you're using? Um, wow. We use so many, um, um, I'm just trying to think of the ones we've recently installed. Um, we've re- we've installed um, an email plugin um, recently that sort of automates the whole marketing process. So we've got now an abandoned basket series. Um, we've got a purchase series, and we've also got sort of a, a welcome newsletter series. Um, that that's fantastic. You know that that's kind of um, you know we've we've spent a bit of time designing and um, getting the the messaging right, and and that's just a switch it on and, and, and leave it now. It, that's a, a really useful thing to do is if you can s- certainly automate some of your marketing processes, um, it, 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 it saves a lot of time. Um, and, you know, it, it's keeping your customers happy as well with the whole experience by, you know, not bombarding them obviously with emails, but, you know, keeping them at the right time, sending them the right messages that, you know, that's a whole automated process now. So that, that's been really useful recently. Um, what else have we done? Um, we've created a, this is actually a bespoke build. I'm going back on what I said. (laughs) We've created a custom report in our back end, which, um, pulls in sales from, from all the channels that we sell on. So we obviously predominantly sell on our websites, but we do actually also sell on Amazon. So this, um, report pulls in all the sales from Amazon and our sites on all countries it works out the cost of the product, um, the the taxes, the shipping costs, and then it gives us um, the, the profit margins. So we can quite quickly see now that if, say, we're delivering um, a piece of luggage to Kazakhstan and it's cost us an arm and a leg to get it there, and and the profit margin, you know, is slight, then obviously we can we can go into our admin system and, and change the prices. The shipping prices um, fairly quickly now, um, and and make sure that you know that we have sort of a, a minimum um, profit margin that we work to. I think that's that's the sort of uh, plugin it's worth custom building because that is it's gold dust, isn't it? The data that's giving you, you can see in we, one snapshot where the problems yeah. are, where the issues are. We find that you know we we I had a look around and I, we couldn't find that sort of plugin. There wasn't really that that on the market and it yeah it was a bit of a pain to build but it's it's absolutely vital you know it's something that I go in at least two or three times a week and just you know I can pick out 
problem countries that are causing issues and, and very quickly change that in our back end. Excellent. And um, there's one other kind of widgety plugin thing I'd, I'd like to ask you about, which yep. is on your site, you have a hand luggage size widget. Oh, yes. Which yeah. I thought was very cool. And I'd love to know yeah. kind of what, what brought that into being and yeah. how useful you're finding that. Okay. It's, um, we, we do a lot of my, um, sort of SEO in-house and we, in the, the idea behind it was to try and connect up to, to travel websites because obviously we, did, we sell a lot of travel luggage uh, and we wanted to approach sort of travel websites um, in a, the non-conventional way of, of saying, look, you know, will you review one of our products or, you know, you know that sort of thing or do yeah, a competition, yeah. which is, is so old hat these days. So we thought about creating, you know, the perfect piece of content that they would want um, and would be useful to their readers and, and, you know, ultimately draw them back to, to our website. So we came up with this, this idea of, you know, we couldn't find anything online. It was just a, one of those, you know, moments we thought, hang on, this is a really good idea. You know, there's nowhere, you know, I've been on holiday many times and I've had to sort of go onto, you know, I don't know, British Airways or, or Ryanair website to find what the hand luggage, you know, regulations are. And I just thought it'd be a fantastic idea if there was just one place you could go and it would just reel off every single dimension there was from every courier, um, carrier, you know. And, um, yeah, so that, that's how it, it started. We, it, it's only been live for the last few weeks, actually, so we're yet to really push it in terms of the, the travel websites that we want to approach. But the uptake's been quite good so far. We've already got it installed on, on several websites, and there's, there's quite a few that are more really keen to get it installed. So, yeah, that, that, was, that was the idea of trying to just build relationships with travel sites. Excellent. I think that's such a clever SEO tactic. Create something which helps someone else in order to get them to refer back to the business. And also such a yep. great idea for for um for an online tool as well. I know I'll be using it. Um, it it's just it, it was it's just very, very relatable to, to our brand. You know, it's very on target for for our customers and and it works very, very well for, for travel sites in general, you know, blogs, travel blogs, etc. So it, it really is, you know, we, we, we spent an awful lot of time trying to think of the perfect, you know, piece of content, whether it be an infographic or, you know, just a blog post or, or whatever. And, and the travel widget, you know, it kind of it hits, it hits all the marks that we wanted to aim for. Excellent. So I'm going to take a bit, a bit of a sideways step now because... We were talking when you were when you're explaining about the business, we were talking an awful lot about brand and getting that brand right and how yeah. that brand has um just brought opportunities to the table the, yes. you know out of the blue yeah. so what is and I, you know from looking at your size and what you're up to, I know you're pretty big on social media and content and those different areas so what's the how do you go about um i guess solidifying that brand making that brand sing making that brand putting it out there because it's one thing to sit in a room and go right this is our brand yeah chuck the monogram on the products get the website right but to really make it powerful what what's the key ways in which you've been doing that um it's a good question <laughs> um i mean there's, there's so many different ways that we I mean, it's all built from the quality of the product really i mean we have such a strong belief in house about, you know, the actual product. You know, it, 
I went to hundreds of tanneries um, when we first came up with the concept of the product to to try and find the perfect, you know, uh, leather supplier. Uh, and th- there's honestly there's thousands of tanneries in Italy, you know, hundreds, sorry, not thousands, maybe, but I- I've probably been to most of them. And um, just just trying to make something that is that is so perfect and, and, and different from, from most other things on, on the market. And, and kind of, I've always had, that's always kind of instilled in the back of my mind about trying to create something, you know, really, really, really good that I personally would want to go to shops and buy. And, and from that, I, we, this sort of, the brand has been sort of emphasized with the new monogram, which is very important. We want that to be, you know, instantly recognizable in the future, hopefully, and the simplicity of our website. It's, you know, we've, we have, we've really tried to keep it straightforward, easy to use. And, and that, again, sort of amplifies the brand. In terms of sort of then marketing that and outreaching, um, you know, we, we've, we've gone to bloggers that we feel are kind of on brand with us that have the same sort of target market. We've we've worked in partnership with some fantastic bloggers over the recent sort of few years, um, and and I mean there's there's so many more exciting things that are on the cards for the brand. You know we we've, we've got a new brochure on the cards which is coming out soon. Um, yeah, it's a quite it's a very exciting time actually. We've we've got some new photography um, which is going live very soon, and some new some animation. And um, we're going to be concentrating on videos and and pushing that out there and. Just trying to get use as many of the right channels um, that w- that work for us. I mean, that's quite an important point is is making sure that you focus on the correct channels that work for you. I mean, I see loads of companies that are online and and spend fortunes on you know on certain channels on social media, which to me I'm just thinking, well, are you sure your customers <laughs> on those channels? You know, it's I, 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 without yeah. me looking into it, I don't know, but from, from just guessing you know estimating it it doesn't seem quite right to me so it's it's it is trying to work out which channels work for you that is quite an art i'd say um and then and then spending the time and and investing in those correct areas i i would i I totally agree with everything you said and i would recommend everyone um listening to go and take a look at maxwellscottbags.com and the way in which that brand is pulled together through the photography the blog post the content and everything else because it's it's really clever um Okay, so uh, William, what do you think is the most important, the most awesome, even thing about your business right now? Um, Too many to choose from. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's so many things that are working right for us at the moment. I, I mean, one really exciting thing is um, I did mention the photography. We've actually got a photo shoot next week, and. Um, We've we've got uh, two locations. We've got a really lovely um, hotel in York that's agreed to to let us use their facilities, but we've also managed to get a train station um, to to agree, and and they've got a, um, a steam train that we're using, and it, it's you know it it just sounds absolutely amazing. Unfortunately, I'm not actually going on set to to go and have a look, but um, I'm, I'm quite excited about that. I can't wait to see the photography. Um, that that's going to be quite amazing. So that's kind of going to be pushing us forward. Um, we've got some really really great things coming up for Christmas. Um, creatively, we've we've got um, an advent calendar, um, a gift selector wish list, um, which are all being designed at the moment, and that that's really exciting. But I think you know, ultimately going into new markets, you know, uh, new new, new um, countries, 
the, we've, as I said, we went into, we've got a US website. We went into the US about two and a half years ago. Uh, and it's growing really, really well. We we don't actually invest much money into it at the moment. We're we're only sort of doing a bit of PPC, which is working really well. But next year we're going to sort of focus a lot more on 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 the other sort of channels. And yeah, I think international internationalization at the moment is seems like quite a big thing for for us as a business. It, it does across quite a few businesses that I look at on a day to day basis. You know. It, the world's a smaller place, you know, with logistics and, and internet. So it's, it's, it's much easier to attack those markets. Oh, definitely. And if you look at all the, um, all the marketing, you know, all the social marketing, the content marketing, you can't limit that to one country. It's impossible. No. So yeah. you're naturally going to pick up bits and pieces from other countries. So what, how do you pick which country to go into next? Well, we, we've got Google Analytics um, and that gives us a very sort of basic understanding of like, conversion rates and and markets that we already sell to um but we you know through through that obviously customer feedback um uh, and just word of mouth you know through other businesses it you know you, you can quite quickly see you know which markets have the potential um i mean it the reason we 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 have a us website at the moment and um the the taxes into um into canada are a little bit complicated actually because you've got to pay both uh, import duties um and then the state taxes as well so we we've had a few issues with those type of customers on our us website so we thought well you know that we do have a lot of inquiries we do already have a good base there so let's just build them a canadian website with it's specifically geared towards this, you know, the, the, the tax system there. Um, and I, I assume, you know, from, from that, our conversion rate will just go through the roof because we'll simplify the whole process for them. Oh, such such good advice. So essentially, um, to pick a new country, you're looking at the existing data from your own customers. So where you're already selling to, where the traffic's coming from, that kind of thing. The yeah. uplift opportunity and what other people in the luxury goods market are, are telling you on the and also. Bar. And also, um, just even simply just the size of the, the country itself, you know, in terms of the, the market size, you know, there's no point going into, I don't know, like, say, for instance, we, we have a good conversion rate in, in Luxembourg, but the size of, of Luxembourg, you know, the market is actually not that big. Then also, it's not worth really trying to, dependent, obviously, on competition as well. It, it, it's not possibly worth building a site around it. But, um, you know, for us, we're, you know, we're launching Australia, I think, next, at the end of next week. Uh, and it, it, it's a great size market, you know. And, and if you can, for us, if you can conquer the, the barriers to market, and specifically with Australia, it's down to shipping cost, really, um, because it is fairly expensive to, to, to get items there. But um, fortunately for us, we, we've got really good courier. We use FedEx into the US and we, we've now sort of agreed, um, you know, preferable rates with them to, to get goods into, the, into Australia. It, it, you know, it's, if we can give the customer that sort of confidence that it's actually not that expensive, then we're hoping that that's going to be a, a great opportunity for us as well. Excellent. Uh, so what's on your radar right now? What's on the to-do list? Um, what isn't on my to-do list? Good question. Um, um, I honestly I don't, I don't know where to start with that one. Um, I, I mean, long if we're, if you're asking sort of long term, you know, where do we want to get this to? Um, 
I, th- I think we'll probably start focusing a bit on on, on wholesale to shops maybe in the future. Um, we're also, you know, one of the reasons we actually moved the whole office and warehouse to York was it was on the radar several years ago about a, a potential shop site. So if we do open a shop, it, undoubtedly it will be probably in York. And, um, you know, having the warehouse close by is going to be, you know, obviously very advantageous. I would have thought York is quite a good brand fit as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it really is probably the predominant reason we actually moved here from, from London. Um, I mean, I, I had two kids. I have got two kids now. We, we just had a baby three years ago. And I just, I didn't fancy the idea of, of bringing you know I love London don't get me wrong it's 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 super but when you get a bit older you know other priorities take over should I say and and you know you have to think about long term so yeah we thought York was a really good fit for the brand and um yeah a shop location would be perfect here I think cool yes I, I have to agree I think it's it's one of the it would definitely be one of my choices for for a shop selling your product yeah yeah so it's now time for the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives me and our listeners some really quick ideas for taking our business to the next level. So let's start off with, William, your book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? I've, I've, got, um, I've got to admit I'm not a great reader. Um, I, I, I don't read that much, but I have got a book on my desk that's been sat here for two months that I, when I ever I get time, I will definitely read it because two or three separate people have actually recommended it to me. And it's called Trust Me, I'm Lying. And it's basically the confessions of a, a media manipulator by Ryan Holiday. And it's we, we want to, fo- as a business, we want to focus a bit more on PR next year and, and try and get, you know, the brand Maxwell Scott out there. And um, I've been told that this is a, a, a really sort of interesting book on sort of the darker world of PR and, and, and media tactics. So hopefully before the end of Christmas, I'll, I'll get a chance to read through this and uh, it might give me some sort of ideas for next year. Well, to add to the recommendation, that is a book that's previously been recommended on the uh-huh. e-commerce master plan podcast. And uh-huh. I okay. wish I could remember who, but it's yeah. certainly one of only, I think, two books that's been recommended more than once. So uh-huh. um, it that suggests it, your your friends are right and it's definitely a good book to give to give a go to yeah as i said it was it wasn't just one person it was a, it was a couple of of, a, of my friends that recommend, recommended it to me on separate occasions so it, it seems to be um you know well well sort of well loved as it were excellent so next up then the traffic top tip which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves um for us, the, the best um, channel um, for the best ROI is, at the moment, I'd say, is Google PPC, um, pay for clicks. Um, we have a really good agency working on it at the moment, and um, we've only been using them for about four months, but they've, they're doing a, an amazing job. And um, I'm happy of- for you to name them if you want to. No problem um, with that at all. Yeah, they, it's, they're called Subpixel. They're based in in Bradford, um, and um, yeah, they're, they're quite a, a new agency. And as I said, I've only been using them for a, for a few months. But again, it was through a recommendation. You know, I, I'm very strong on word of mouth. You know, if, if someone I know uses them, then then 
and I know that they're being successful, then, you know, it's, it's a no brainer at the end of the day, you know, it's, uh, it's to test it and see if it works. But over the last three months, it's been great. Um, I'm just trying to think other things that work for us. Um, Google Organic is quite strong for us, which is great. I mean, we don't get a lot of traffic from Google Organic, but the conversion rate is very strong. Um, we're trying to do a lot more content at the moment, which should hopefully impact the organic over the next year or two. Um, so we've got some really exciting sort of content coming out about just going in a lot deeper into how we make the bags, why our leather's great, you know, oh, all about cool. parts and zips and, you know, the durability, quality. Just evangelizing the bags, basically. Exactly, yeah. Just go, you know, we're really, really going into incredible detail about it. So I hope, we're hoping to get that live sort of early next year, which will be quite exciting. Cool. And they're just nipping back to the pay-per-click for a second. Yeah. Are yeah. you doing keywords and remarketing and product listing everything. ads? and yeah, Absolutely everything. Lot. Sort of dynamic remarketing, um, all sorts, yeah. Cool. PLAs as well is good. Um so Google Google Base, um, well, it's not called Google Base anymore. Anyway, so Google PLAs is, uh, is is working very well for us. Yeah, so ba- I think Base, that's a that's a proper blast from the past. But we're going to move on because these are supposed to be kind of quick fire top tips. So yep. I'm going to yep. shuffle us on to the tool top tip. Maybe yep. a collaboration tool, a social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? Um, we, yeah, one tool that we use, um, quite regularly is called Buzzstream. Um, and this is a tool that we use to sort of build relationships with other websites. It's kind of like a a database of websites that we've contacted and, you know, relationship status, et cetera. But it's, it, it stores all contacts, you know, in one place and you can go back and see history, what stage you are at the relationship and if you have worked in the past. And if you're, if you're scaling, um, sort of SEO tactics and PR, then this is a really, really good tool and I, I do recommend it. It's great. So it's kind of a, a different type of CRM engine that's specific to that one problem. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Uh, next up then, the startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who is thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them? Uh, get your brand right straight away. You know, make sure that you're – I'd invest money in the brand more than anything else. Get 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 your message correct. You know, identify the, the target market that you're going – to to aim at um and and go from there that that would be my first steps definitely excellent master plan world you can find these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash maxwell i have one final top tips question for you which is if your business didn't exist which e-commerce business would you like to be running um google (laughs) (laughs) um no let's have a think um i do you know it's a good question i I haven't i'm so involved with my own business i haven't thought about anyone else's (laughs) um let's have a quick think um or maybe which criteria would they need to have to be considered yeah i think well if i didn't have thought about this before if i didn't do what i'm doing now i would definitely go into the internet marketing world because there's so much opportunity at the moment now. I mean, we're still very much in the early years of, of, of 
the internet you know although it has been around for for nearly two decades it's we get to the stage now where we're just sort of becoming so clever with marketing and you know new sites pop up to automate this process all the time so i think i would definitely go into the internet world i'm not in the sorry into the marketing internet marketing digital world i'm not quite sure in what um what area yet um i mean i i did notice um one of your past um companies um i think they were selling um you know the this the vaporless cigarette things oh, yes not- yeah I mean that again. That that's a very new thing. It's only been around for for two three years. You know, getting into that sort of market early on, fantastic. You know, because you've got such growth there, and and it will pull you along because the, the size of the market is growing so quickly. Um, so, so again, to paraphrase great. you a little bit, William, you would be either going agency side and servicing yeah. e-commerce businesses, or yes. you'd be looking for the next hot thing and getting in yes. there early. Definitely, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. I like I like that because that's kind of. It all depends on where yeah. the world is at that point in time, which I think yeah. is, is a really good point. So, uh, William, before we say goodbye, would you like to remind listeners where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Well, we're, we're, on, um, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, um, but you can find us through our, our main website, which is um, com, and that's our main international website. Cool. And, and those from other countries can find your international sites quite easy when they get to the .com? Absolutely, yeah. If you just go into the, the top header, right at the top, there's a sort of navigation of um, country flags that you can sort of flip between to, to get to each, each, each country website. Excellent. Well, um, I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Maxwell, or just go to the ecommerce masterplan website, click on the podcast tab, or you can use the search box. William, thank you so much for being on the ecommerce masterplan podcast today for being so, so generous sharing your experience with us. No problem at all. I've enjoyed it. Thanks, Chloe. So everybody have a great week and keep optimizing. Bye. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.